God's word for our meditation this morning is the gospel lesson appointed for this Sunday from Matthew chapter 5. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the word of the Lord. We all want to be strong, right? Maybe physically speaking, but certainly when it comes to resilience and how to handle life's troubles and difficulties, we want to do it with strength, don't we? We want to be seen as someone who can take care of their own business, who's got their lives in order, who knows how to handle things that are thrown at them, right? We all want to be strong, right? And if you're not quite so sure, well then consider the opposite. None of us want to be weak, right? You don't don't want to be known as someone whose life is a mess, who can't handle anything, whose life is just chaos and and just walked all over like a doormat. We don't want to be weak. We want to be seen as strong, don't we? So what does it mean to be strong? Where, Where does strength come from? What does it look like? Well, I suppose it depends who you talk to or who you listen to. You're going to hear some very different answers, aren't you? We're going to listen to Jesus in just a little bit, of course. But where does the world's strength say strength comes from? If the world could preach you a sermon this morning, you know what they would say to you? This is what they would say. Confident are the proud, the boastful, the pushy, and the arrogant, for they can be sure that no one is going to walk all over them. Strong are those who put themselves first, for they are the ones who get what they want and what they deserve. Happy are those whose lives are about the things of this life, whose motto is more, fancier, better. For they are the ones who so many others look up to and desire to be. Happy are the impure in heart, who take pride in their impurity. Those who in the name of freedom believe that they can do and say whatever they want and they don't have to answer to anyone. Happy are those whom the world sees as no threat at all. When the world likes them and even praises them, rejoice and be glad because great is your reward right here and right now. That's 
the world would say is the way to be strong and confident and get ahead in this life and, and really to be happy in this world. You know it. You see it. It's all around us. And there's even that temptation from right within, isn't it? To, to say that that is the easier way, isn't it? That is the better way. That is the way to enjoy life more and get more out of it and live for you. That is the way to be strong and be more confident and show the world who you are. It's easier and might make you feel happy to criticize that person who did wrong and put them down and make them feel like nothing. It might make you feel strong. Or it might make you feel strong when you come home and yell at the kids because you had a bad day at work. It might make you feel a little happier and a little more confident in yourself to just go ahead and excuse your sin. Right? Make excuses for it. Blame it on somebody else. It might make you a, a little happier right now to focus on the, the pleasures of this life, to seek after the things that this world offers. Right? We, we know what that feels like. We know what it looks like because we can look at our lives. Where we try to find strength and happiness, but in the end, we know how it all turns out. It's empty. And even it's hurtful. Not just to, to ourselves, but to others around us. And of course, to our relationship with God. It's a way that seems right. It's a way that the world tells us is the way to go and the way to be, but, but in the end we realize it's not. And so where, where are we? We're really left looking for another way, aren't we? There's got to be something better. There's got to be something different. That, that isn't what real strength looks like and confidence and happiness can really be, right? So let me, let me, let me have you entertain a different way this morning. And I know it sounds so countercultural. It, it sounds completely like just out of this universe. It is not what we are used to. It is not what we are used to hearing or the way we're used to living. But just listen, because you've listened to the world long enough. And now it's time to listen to someone else. Listen to Jesus on where strength comes from and where confidence comes from and where happiness might be found. This is what he says. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Right? You hear that. And I admit I do too. And I think that's not the way it works. 
That's not the way that this world works. I mean, think about it. What happens? What happens in this world when you respond to cruelty with acts of love and with words of forgiveness rather than revenge? What happens when you don't make the material things of this life the main focus of your life? What happens when you are willing to give of your possessions to someone who will never be able to repay you or return the favor? What will happen when you don't have to be first and instead are quick to say, no, you first, how can I serve you? What will happen when you speak the truth and you do not lie, even if it will hurt you and cost you? What will happen when you are filled with sadness over the sin in this world rather than accepting it or embracing it or maybe even living in it? What's going to happen? Well, you don't have to wonder because Jesus makes it very clear what will happen. He says, blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. I mean, just consider what happens when you live your life as God calls you to as his child in this world you will be seen as weak. You will be seen as someone that can be walked all over and taken advantage of. That is how the world is going to look at you. And why? Because darkness wants nothing to do with the light. Not so sure? Well, look back to Jesus. Jesus was meek. And Jesus was merciful. And Jesus was loving. And, and Jesus was pure. And Jesus was forgiving. And what did they do to him? They arrested him. And they insulted him. And they ridiculed him. And they beat him. And they whipped him. And they crucified him. You see how the world deals with those who seem weak. Jesus, the meek one, seemed to be the weak one. And when it looked like his enemies had had all power over him. When the devil was laughing, thinking he finally had Jesus once for all, that's where we find true strength. Where God's strength and the weakness of Jesus was able to shine through. Where we see that even death lost its power over him. Because that grave was empty. 
And so was the power of all of his enemies. Jesus turns everything upside down. He chooses the weak to show his strength. He chooses the meek and the humble to shame the prideful. He chooses what looks like foolishness to make his wisdom known. He chooses sinners like you and me to be children of the Holy God. And friends, when you come to realize that, then everything changes. Oh, yes, the, the world will tell you that you need to be strong in yourself and who you are. But Jesus has another way. In fact, it's the only way. Uh, the world and even your own sinful flesh will, will, will scream that this, is, this just can't be, that this is not the way things work, the way Jesus talks about here. But the fact is, God says this is the only way it works. These statements of Jesus here, at the beginning of his Sermon on the Mount, have come to be known as the Beatitudes. And I've heard it said before that if these would be our attitudes, then we will be happy and then we will be blessed. But friends, let me assure you that nothing is farther from the truth. <laughs> the word beatitude actually is related to the Latin word for blessed. And what does it mean to be blessed? And very often we think about being happy, don't we? But, but that's not quite it. Because happiness, it's a feeling, isn't it? Very often it's, it's an emotion that we feel because of the circumstances of our life. Things make us happy. But being blessed is something that comes from outside of ourself. To be blessed is, it's, it's, you're passive. You're, you're not doing anything. It's, it's not based on the circumstances of your life. The happiness that you feel and that you experience can be there no matter what is going on in life. We are blessed from outside of ourselves because it's divine. And that is what's being talked about here. Nine times Jesus says, blessed are those who are this. He says, blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Those who are nothing but beggars before God. Those who come to God with nothing to offer, but simply to plead for his mercy. Those who do not rely on themselves or all that they've accomplished or their good works or who they are to make them right with God, but come to God poor in spirit and say, have mercy on me, a sinner. And there, Jesus says, that's where happiness is found. Those are the ones who are blessed because they rely on his grace, on his grace alone for their salvation and their peace and their life. Those are the strong ones. He says, blessed are those who mourn, 
who mourn over sin. Who mourn over sin in this world and in the sin in our own lives. Blessed are those who are pure in heart. Those who desire what is pleasing to God. Not what the world wants, but what God wants. Blessed are those. Those are the strong ones. Those are the ones who have the strength and the knowledge of their forgiveness and their, their ability and, and desire to fight and resist temptation. Blessed are those who mourn and who are pure in spirit. Jesus says to you, blessed are those who are meek and those who are merciful. Those who, who choose humility over pride, demanding to be respected. Those who are willing to forgive and forget and let it go. Those who are willing to not hold that thing against that person. Blessed, Jesus says, are those who are meek and merciful, who are willing to be trampled on and forgo their rights if it means to show kindness and love. Jesus said, blessed are those. Really happy are those. Those are the strong ones. Blessed, Jesus says, are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Not, not hungering and thirsting for the things of this life, but for the word of life. For the word and for the sacrament. To there find what your heart longs for and desires and can only truly be satisfied with. Nothing in this life can fill that except for that righteousness of Christ that he gives us in the gospel Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for that, Jesus says. Those are the happy ones. Those are the truly strong ones. Blessed are the peacemakers, Jesus says. Those who don't only want peace, but go and make peace. Those who have a heart like their own God. He says they are sons and daughters of God. Their hearts are like our heavenly Father's. Who longs to be at peace with us. Blessed are those who make peace, who long for peace. Those are the strong ones, Jesus says. This is where real strength is found. This is where true blessing is found. And it seems upside down to the world, but I'm going to tell you this morning. It's not we who are upside down and backwards. It's the world. This is the way. This is the only way. This is God's way. This is what's real. And this is what we long for in our lives. And it's so important as we consider this, as we look at these, these verses, that, that the Beatitudes, that this, this whole Sermon on the Mount that Jesus is kicking off here, that goes really for three chapters here in the book of Matthew, it's not this, this blueprint on how to live your life so that you can be blessed. It's not showing you how to be a good Christian. You know what it is? It's really revealing for you that you're not. Not to look at Christ as your example, but as your substitute. To the one who was perfectly pure and meek and merciful 
for you. The one who took your place. The one who always hungered and thirsted for righteousness, for your righteousness. So that he could give it to you. So that he could give you these blessings in spite of you. These words are not this guidebook on how to go and live your life to be blessed. But no, they're words that draw us back and point us back to our Savior. Who willingly was arrested. Who willingly was beaten and ridiculed and crucified. Not for anything that he had done, but for all that you and I have done for all of our impurity, for all of our pride, for all the times that we have hungered and thirsted for all these other things rather than righteousness. We look to Jesus. We look to the one who lovingly and passionately speaks these words to us and says, these are yours through me and through me alone. And friends, they are all yours. When you finally come to realize where your true strength is found. Not in yourself. But in Christ. That these things are yours. Not when you think that life is all about being happy and making myself happy and making my way in this world. But to find the blessedness. The happiness in a sense. That Jesus says is real and true and lasting that he offers to you here. When we finally come to realize that it's Jesus who is our righteousness and our blessedness and our happiness and our strength. And so we can go back out into a world that hears this kind of thing and says... <laughs> Fine, I'm going to walk all over you and I'm going to take advantage of you. And you know what we say? Fine. Because I have everything I need. I know who I am and I know what my God has done for me and I know where I'm headed. We can go into a world that is upside down and we can go against the grain. We can be different. We can stand out. We can, we can live in the strength of Christ in the peace of Christ, in the righteousness of Christ, in the blessedness of Christ. And know that one day, one day all is going to be made right. We know one day that everything is going to be made new. And we long for that and we cannot wait for that. But until then, blessed are those who find their strength and their strength alone in Christ. Amen. Please stand.